0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Locker Room Podcast, and it is yet another goddamn fantastic week in the world of mixed martial arts and everything mixed martial arts related, and who I just want to jump right into it, I just want to jump right the hell into it, because this past weekend, we had Dominic Cruz, Dominic, the Dominator Cruz taking on Marlon Chitover in our main event, and holy hell, we knew this is gonna be fireworks over in San Diego, California. But goddamn, who would have anticipated that ending that happen? Not I, not me, because I had all my money in on Dominic Cruz and I was wrong. You know, I, I was wrong. Uh, the reason why I will always bet on Dominic Cruz is uh one reason. While Anderson Silva is my uh my favorite fighter, uh Dominic Cruz is my second. Just because if I think we've all done this, if we were fighters, I always um, fantasize about what weight class I would be in if I was a fighter, what kind of style that I would have. And uh, and Dominic Cruz is it, you know, weight class 135, that'd be my weight class. He still is the greatest bantamweight champion of all time. Don't you forget that. And I would definitely use speed uh, as my advantage. Good, good footwork. I always thought footwork was the thing. And so I've always uh, gravitated towards him being my second favorite fighter. And the fact that he came back from, it was either two or three torn ACLs. I believe it was two, but it might have been three. Uh, the fact that he came back from his second ACL surgery and then won the title. Oh my God. If you know anything about sports, whether it's football, basketball, you know, ACL is usually a uh, uh, career ender and he had two of them and he still won so god damn that does inspire you i don't know what the hell will but anyways we had marlon chito taking on cruz and it was looking it was looking kind of dicey in those early rounds right cruz uh was um that's <sighs> it's hard to say while he was very active, he was he was too excited. He was way, he had way too much energy. He came out like he was a ball of energy, just seemed really tight, and he just wanted to get the fight over with. While when Cheeto came out, he was feeling the music, the vibe, he's hanging out. He didn't seem like he had that deadpan face, like that Terminator Stone cold face, while Cruz had his mouth and face just scrunched up like a like a pit bull you know and it's just never that's not how you want to go into a fight you want to be relaxed and you just don't want to put so much into it while he did have some success uh in the early rounds he got the takedowns takedowns have always been cheetos weak point right out of everything that Cheeto does well, he does has good strikes, he has fantastic kicks, good cardio. We've never seen him tired. His one Achilles heel has always been his takedown defense, and Cruz got a few down on him, and he dropped him once or twice, And but then, you know, uh, Vera didn't look like he was hurt at all. While on the other side, every time Cheeto landed on Cruz, it seemed like it damaged him really bad. Like He would fall down. He looked wobbled. You know, his eyes rolled to the back of his head a few times. And you can just tell that Cruz was doing what Money Mayweather does, right? He was just downloading his opponent as the fight slowly progressed. And you can see he was getting closer and closer. And we saw that in the fourth and final round where he backed Cruz up against the fence. Cruz tried to escape and he hit him with that monstrous high head kick. And just, just cleaned his clock, man. He just put him out. And it was hard, really hard to see Cruz is knocked out unconscious uh he got uh he got tko'd by um henry cejudo um a, was it two or three years back but cruz like popped back up and a lot of people were saying it was an early stoppage i thought it was an early stoppage as well uh well because he fell back he fell down but then you know he got up like two seconds later this one was not it this fight cruz was out like he hit the floor his body turned stiff and he just fell to the side and then he tried to stand up and he fell back down. That's when you you just know it's just bad. When a fighter tries to stand up and then they just crumple down to the ground. You can tell that's just their heart and their determination for all their hard work they put into these training camps. The sacrifices. And it's just, it's tough to see. But overall, uh, congratulations to Cheeto Vera for getting the job done. And he his next fight... While it will not be for the championship, it will be a number one contendership fight without a doubt. I believe I'm going to speculate a little here. He's going to take on the winner of Sugarshan O'Malley and Peter Jan. That's that's the fight to make. Uh, he already has a win over Sugarshan, so they may not match him up if, if uh, O'Malley wins, but um, if Peter Yan wins, that's definitely the fight to make, right? Because uh, it's definitely I mean, Cheeto Vera versus Peter Yan. Sign me up! And so, just 135 is is turning up. Congratulations to Cheeto and the weights, man. A lot of people say 155 is the uh, the most stacked division. I beg to differ. And now this upcoming weekend up in Utah, Salt Lake City. Kamaru Usman, the number one pound for pound champion, is taking on Leon Rocky Edwards, the pride of the UK versus the pride of Nigeria, and this one is interesting. It's a rematch. They first fought in 2015. They were both very young. This was Usman's first fight after he won the Contender Series, no, oh, the Ultimate Fighter, and then this was uh, Edwards' like third fight. He was like 20 when this happened 24 maybe so they were both just still really green a lot of people say that this is going to be very similar to their first fight but I beg to differ um, This is going to be very different uh, Leon Edwards very seasoned now really learned wrestling while Usman when they first fought was that strictly a wrestler he's starting to fall in love with his hands we're definitely seeing it happen we saw it with the Masvidal fight with the first Kobe fight that he's really just starting to love it, and the Gilbert Ferns fight. God damn, that was nasty. So it's interesting. Um, overall, the key to success for both fighters, Leon Edwards needs to stay off the fence, and he needs to keep the fight standing. He needs to. I know he's been drilling his takedown defense. It's a world title fight. You have to do this shit. God damn, Edwards, you have to do it. But on the uh, on the flip side, Usman has the threat of the takedown which is just so dangerous when you're fighting someone knowing they can take you down at any given moment and but then when that happens we're about the takedowns guess what happens you drop your hands and then that's where they just come over with the right hook and hit you in the face that is the threat of the takedown and that is Usman knows this and plus he already has a W over him so he's pretty much all already inside of Edwards's head so Overall, um, I have to go with the pound for pound number one fighter in the UFC as winning this fight. I do believe it's gonna be a decision. Edwards is next to impossible to getting finished, even though he almost got finished by Nate Diaz. I don't know what happened with that one. I don't believe we're gonna we're gonna see him rocked again. I believe he got lazy in there, but I do believe overall, um Usman's going to take the W. Uh, while his game plan is going to be similar, I do believe he's going to use a lot more boxing. If he does get a finish, I believe it is going to be in a later fourth or fifth round. But overall, Usman gets it done. After he wins this fight, he only has one of two options. He's either going to retire or he's taking on Hamzat Chimaev after he he presents Nate Diaz at his funeral (laughs) and at the next pay-per-view UFC 279. But... That is a podcast for another time. Now, ladies and gentlemen, you guys don't got to go home, but you got to get the hell out of here. And I'll catch you guys next time. Peace.